Hi guys, this is I Am She, Safe Hold Elevated. This is your podcast host, Franchelle, and today I am bringing to you another podcast. Yay! Anyhow, I want to come on here and just talk to you guys about floors and how to make your floors floorless. Um, I just feel like God is moving me in this direction to talk about it because... Um, of course, you know, nobody's perfect and we all come here with some sort of floor, with some short sort of shortcoming, you know. Um, but just because we were born like that doesn't mean that we have to stay like that. You know, each and every day you wake up, you definitely want to work on being a little bit more flawless. Um and I just wanted to give you a couple of steps on how to do it. So I feel like the first step is just being honest with yourself, self-evaluating, you know, um, self-reflecting. So you definitely want to sit down and take some time to self-reflect. It could be in a car. You could be driving to the grocery store. It could be in your house, at the office. Um, You know, we all self-reflect somewhere, some way or another or somewhere. Um, But I definitely want to encourage you to be immobile when you self-reflect. Like your house, your office, somewhere where you can actually not only self-reflect in your mind, but write some things down and we all have a tendency of grabbing our phone you know the time that we're in everything is ran by computer electronic ebook you know e-journal i don't know how you do that but it's a such thing (laughs) as an e-journal i guess um but what happened to the old times like what happened to some of the old methods that works before, like a real journal. I'm telling you, like having a real journal is so important um, in so many ways. It actually helps you to jot stuff down. It actually helps. It keep record when a computer system shut down, if the internet was to leave, um, if everything electronic was to blow out, what would you have left? What would you have to go back and reference where you were at? You know, the time and the date of what once of what you once lived, or the memories that you had, or what you did, or what you thought about, and what you talked about. You know, and how and how it all started. You have to go back to the blueprint, and that's what I feel like a journal is—a blueprint of everything you've written down. And um, in the Bible, Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2 through 3 states, write it down and make it plain. And um, I love that scripture so much because it it never lied. It basically tells you right there, like, don't get rid of some of the, the things that we used to do, you know, um, like journaling. 
journaling to me is just so important and it's like a guide it's a blueprint it's a direction um it's a gps it's a map um you write stuff down and you can actually go back and look at how far you have come you write your vision down and you can go back and look at it once you start having goals you can go back and actually look at what you ask god for you know what you put down and and how you have and how you have got it what did you do to accomplish it like for instance with me i write down um if i want a chair i write it down if i need pictures in my house i write it down if i want furniture in my house i write it down if i want a new light fixture i write it down if i want to write a book i'll write it down if i want to make a journal i'll write it down and you know i'm starting i'm able to go back and actually see that me writing things down have brought me so far like even for instance with having a vision with a vision you have to have goals a vision with no goals is just a vision a dream with no goals is just a vision or it's just a dream at the end of the day so you know we all have this thing where We go into these vision boards once a year, you know, right before the new year, you know, or during and the beginning of the new year. We all want to do vision boards. That's great. That's the big picture of, you know, the things that we want to see in our life, the things that we want to accomplish. But if we don't have a way to get there, a map, a blueprint, a GPS, how do we get there? So not just writing yearly goals is are important. Now you have to break the yearly goals down to smaller, smaller um, goals. So by doing that, you, you can either do a daily goal or you can do monthly or weekly goal. Me, I do monthly goals and then I'll break those down into four weeks. So every month at the end of the month, I sit down and I actually write what I want to accomplish for the month of August per se. We're going to use that. And the only way to actually start doing goals is to actually self-reflect. You have to be uncomfortable. You have to self-reflect and accept the things that you're not happy with or your flaws or your shortcomings. And that's fine. It's not It's not the end of the world. You know, you can accept that and move on um, at the end of the day. You don't have to beat yourself up about it. You can accept that and Just start working on it. And that's where your goals come into play. So the first one is self-reflect. Self-reflect. The second thing is to accept it. How do you accept it? You just, you know, again, goals. You write things down and you accept it. And by you accepting it, you know, you actually see your shortcomings. Like you can start to say, okay, I'm good at this. You write a list out. Things that I'm good at, the things that I struggle with. That, again, requires writing them down. Not something that you're going to type up. You're not going to use your phone for this. You're going to write it down. I'm good at this. You're going to sit down and make a list. What am I good at? And what do I struggle with? Uh, What are my weak points? And, you know, again, weekly goals, daily goals. Every day you wake up, you want to be able to work 
um, you know, strategically on those goals. Again, I think everybody needs to sit down and self-reflect for at least 30 minutes. Take some time every day to be alone. It is okay. Mute your phone. Pray. You know, prayer will definitely get you there. Um, Reading the Bible will get you there because that too is going to help you find a plan and the purpose that God has for you by reading the Bible, by just spending time with God. Um, God, before he even put you in your mother's womb, he um, He knew who you were. He knew your ins, your outs. He knew your your best work, your shortcomings. He knew, you know, who you were going to be. And he has accepted all of that. So the next step is just you having to accept it. And just because you have these flaws or these shortcomings don't mean that you're, again, the worst person on this earth. We all have flaws. We all have things that we have to work on. But in order to work on them, we have to be truthful with ourselves. We have to be truthful with ourselves. And I want to give you a definition of um, self-reflecting. Give me one moment. So I can actually find it. So it says self-reflection is meditation or serious thought about one's character, actions, and motives. What does it mean to self-reflect on yourself? It's just basically like if you looked into a mirror, you would see a reflected image, right? If you reflect on your past experiences, you look at them once again, you know, truly, thoughtfully, Then you self-reflect also means to give evidence of the character or quality of something. Reflecting can can mean seeing something original in an other form or image. Um, Why is self-reflection so important? To me, the self-reflection is so important um, to me. It helps to build emotional self-awareness. By taking the time to ask yourself the important questions, you gain a better understanding of your emotions, your strengths, your weaknesses, and driving factors. There are three main benefits of self-reflecting. Number one is strengthening emotional intelligence. When taking time to self-reflect, you are looking inward. Number two, acting with integrity. Becoming clear on your core values will help to strengthen your integrity and lead you to better decisions. Number three, being more confident. And um, confidence stick out to me so much because I feel like once you self-reflect, then you accept it. That is building confidence because when other people try to call out your shortcomings or or your your weaknesses or your flaws, You have accepted it enough where you're not going to run and hide. There's no longer no embarrassment. They don't have nothing over your head at the end of the day. And then, of course, you're going to work on it. So you're able to accept yourself. They haven't thrown something out there at you to honestly, the enemy might throw it out there to honestly hurt you. They might use it as a weapon. But once you realize it, once you have accepted it, you have started to build awareness so you're able to 
protect yourself. That to me, that's protection. That's transparency. That's something that's not going to hurt you when they pull it out there and when they throw it out there. You're like, okay, and yes, I am uh, bad at singing, but I can either take singing lessons or scratch that off my goal list. You know, you could be realistic enough to not spend as much time, you know, on something that you might not be good at. When you have when you have accepted yourself, you're able to again be more transparent, more free, more whole. Um, even conquering your fears will become easier because again, like I said, you know what to work on. You know. Um it's just a part of being free that I like about self reflecting. Because usually as human beings, we hide and we tend to put up a facade um, against something that we haven't accepted yet. Even our behavior, our behavior is based off, you know, who we feel like we are. So that's where peer pressure come in at, in a sense, where your friends is going to tell you to do something. And if you don't know yourself, you're going to do it just because you're trying to fit in. That when you when you self-reflect and you accept who you are, you no longer have to try and fit in. You can be your true self, give your true self to other people. You can love truthfully by accepting who you are first. You know, you can be the a, a great friend because you have poured into yourself first. You can't give somebody else something that you are not. So to me, when you self-reflect as part of, you know, um, it's steps towards healing. It's, it's true steps towards healing. Um, and then the third thing that I wanted to talk about is, um, before I get into the third thing, I wanted to just give you an example or just give you some insight of what I've been through, I want to say, um, last weekend. So last weekend, I think it was a Saturday. I want to say it was the third. And... um I had a speaking engagement at this comedy show. Um, one of my good friends had asked if I can speak at the comedy show and just enlighten people on what I do about my nonprofit and, um, you know, you know, just tell them a little bit about my business, my lipstick line, and just all of the positive things that I'm doing. And um, I promised God this year that I would be you know, more of a doer, just say yes, don't analyze it, don't break it down, don't think about it, just say yes, even if I'm not prepared. Um, and that's that definitely takes faith. It takes trust in the Lord, knowing that once you say yes, that he will give you all of the tools and he'll equip you with what you need to even go out there and do what he have called you to do. So I said yes, I'm shaking in my boots. I was so nervous, like I'm not going to even lie to you. I was nervous, and um, again, I just said yes, and I said it quick so that way I didn't have time enough to even back out of it or talk myself down off the ledge or not go through with it, you know? So um, the day came, and that day came, and again, I'm like, I was trying to plan for it two days, three days before, a whole week before, literally got to myself praying, trying to pre-write or pre, you know, pre-write what I was going to say. And I heard God say to me, like, you know, certain things you can um, prepare for, but you want to get up there and be able to be as authentic as possible without reading 
it off a piece of paper. You need to be able to explain your business and explain your nonprofit organization without reading it from a piece of paper. Read it, you know, state what it does for you. So I went up there and was so transparent. I got up there and literally I blew things, you know, blew it away. And the crazy part about it was I wasn't even nervous. Um, I was not nervous at all. It was, it was, you know, a little bit of people there. But I think God has really um, shaped and molded me um, for this type of work that he's going to have me to do for him by putting me into praise dance. And I praise dance at my church, and we have about 3,000 people that's there at the church per service, not including um, the website, not including being able to see online. So um, I didn't understand at first why he wanted me to praise dance at first, and I was like, oh, no, I'm going to be so nervous. But I'm telling you, when you say yes to one thing, it open up doors for other things. When you start serving for God, it open up other doors for other things. And it actually helped us in other ways in our life that we didn't even expect it to or even see or even see the vision of um, the the other direction God has, you know, the other plan God has for us or the other purpose he has for us. But anyway, long story short, by me praise dancing, I was able to get up there and I truly felt comfortable. I was able to think my way through. I was able to slow down my speech because I am from New York, so I do talk a bit fast and everybody tell me that, but I was able to just truly be me. I didn't worry about my zipper being open. I didn't worry about if I had make like lipstick on my teeth. I didn't worry about if I had something in my teeth. I didn't worry about if my clothes look crazy while I was standing up there. I didn't worry about any of that. I never been up on stage before speaking in front of somebody and was able to feel so free, so whole. And once you're led by God and you truly trust in him, you will... To experience, like, I'm getting so um, hyped just explaining the the feeling of it. It's such a great feeling, you know, to to be able to be free, to, to be able to be whole um, in the midst of you doing what God has called you to do. So anyway, enough about that. I wanted to truly go back into the third thing. And the third thing was... Yes, and the third thing is so simple. We're at our last stop, y'all. We're going to wrap this up after this. But the third thing is just accepting, um, no, just working on, um, just working on your shortcomings, you know, just putting time and effort into becoming better. And um, again, I know you've been hearing me say this throughout the whole thing, but that's where your goals, your monthly goals come in at. In order to be great at something or some, you know, something, you have to be able to put in work. And um, I just want to run past the definition of what goals are. Um. And the definition of the goals is the object of a person's ambition or effort and aim or desire result. So um, I just go back to what is your desired result? How do you, you know, what are the three types of goals? 
you know, there, they, there are three types of goals based on time, focus, and topic. Time goals are the ones we refer to as short-term or long-term. An example would be having a short-term goal of learning how to make a roll with a long-term goal of learning how to make a gumbo. So an example would be having a short-term goal of learning how to make a roux with a long-term goal of learning how to make a gumbo. So I wanted to give you a acronym of SMART Business Goals, Five Elements. SMART is the acronym for the five elements of specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-based goals. A goal without a measurable outcome is like a sports competition without a scoreboard or a scorekeeper. Just keep that in mind. I love that. I'm going to say it again. A goal without a measurable outcome is like a sports competition without a scoreboard or a scorekeeper. So that's why I'm I'm stressing the point that goals, it's so important to have goals. And it's so important to write them down. So you can have goals for spiritual life, for your personal life, for your business life. Um family goals, goals for you and your children, goals for your marriage, goals for your relationship, goals for buying a house. I mean, you can have goals for anything and everything that you want to have goals for. But the only way to get better is to have a, you know, is to have ambition, have a desire, have a, a picture for it, write it down and do it. Put a time, put a measurable time by it. Put a, a date by it. So that way you're able to implement implement those things. There's no way that you can actually work on yourself or work on something without putting a time frame by it. You want to, you want to see results. And the only way to get a result is to first write it down. Second, to put a time frame or date by it. Third, to do it. And again, people get so scared and afraid of of, of goals because they feel like they're, you know, they're going to be able to see their shortcomings or their weaknesses because they're going, they're thinking about failure. But a goal is not something that your flaws is not something that you're going to get right away. This is something that you have to build a habit over. You know, you have to build a habit with. Is there good habits and bad habits? And that's how habits come into play. By you keep doing the same habits, the same habits, whether they're good or bad. After a while, you keep doing that same thing. It has now become your character. It has now become who a part of who you are. And that's the same thing with building good habits. That's the same thing with having good floors, good, well, having, you know, good habits or having, um, and ha- making your floors flawless, is by building a habit. So if you keep working at it, eventually you're going to train your mind, your body, depending on what you're doing, to and, and your mouth to speak that same language. You know, to, to, to how can I say it? To, yeah, to replica that same, to duplicate the same 
habit, the good habits. You're going to train your, your whole body, your body, your mind, your mouth, you know, to do the to do those habits. So the only way to it is to do it. But again, um, I just hope that you guys got something out of this podcast. And I will catch you again on another one of my podcasts next week around the same time. If you have any questions, please drop me a message. You can um in my DMs on IG, I am safe held and elevated. I'll put it in the show notes. Um also my nonprofit organization is ran off of donations. And if you guys would be so kind just to shoot me over a donation, it could be any amount. It doesn't matter. Everything, any any big amount, any little amount helps. Um, you can either go on my website and go to www.iglamshe.com and I'll put that in the show notes. Or you can cash at me at dollar sign I am she's S-H-E-S S-H-E-S um, Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at I am Save Hilled and Elevated I'm also on Facebook I am Save Hilled Elevated and oh I forgot to tell you go on SD.com put in, in a search bar Glam She G-L-A-M-S-H-E one word, and you can also support by buying the products as well. Some of the proceeds go towards um, the nonprofit organization. Okay, guys, it's my time. I'll catch you in another episode. Have a blessed day. Bye.